The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Friday morning and welcome in to this Friday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao. Joined today by Mo Patton as always, J.P. Plant on the controls, Andrew Moore in the house. What's going on, man? Good to see you. Hey, it's Friday and do you see this nice lid i got this morning brand spanking new just for this season really excited you guys could all see it but uh i might be on i don't know yes hey brand new lid right here go braves i would say chop on but that's i'm not sure that's a thing anymore so i'm not sure that's a thing anymore either it's okay but that's okay we'll say it i mean well or not. I mean, I just I'm, said I'm, it. Well, <laughs> well, you did say it, but I mean, I'm, I'm okay with not saying it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I think there's plenty of other ways to express our support. For Yeah, we can mix it up all day. And that shouldn't, I don't think that should, that shouldn't offend anybody mixing it up. Except, Only ex, chefs. Except the other team. Only chefs. Well, I don't think they'll mind. Not today. I tell you what, there's like a baker or a pie maker or something like that in Atlanta who is a a, a great follow on Twitter for Brave Stuff. I'll have to uh, – you've probably seen him. Probably. A baker. He, that's he, he was like making lucky pies through the postseason. Really? Yeah. yeah. Potatoes? Rally potatoes? No? <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't think potatoes had anything to do with it. Yeah. We had the rally potato for a minute. <laughs> that didn't work out. Yeah, well – Who'd have thought? <laughs> I thought you were. It's funny when you when you started that. I thought you were going butcher, baker, candlestick maker, three men in the tub. But <laughs> no, that is not where we were going. No, what's I was the uh, candlestick maker in my kindergarten graduation in the three men in the tub. So really, the candlestick yeah, maker. I, I had a little candle in your stick. kindergarten graduation. Yeah, you don't know about these. These wow. are important. No, no, we didn't have there a, kindergarten graduation. Is there a video of this somewhere? I really hope not. <laughs> there probably are some photographs, but uh, yeah, everybody like everybody in the class dressed up as a different you know character from a nursery rhyme or whatever. Oh, good lord! Yeah, that's the one that I drew. I didn't choose it. I mean, anyway. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Is what it is. Y'all didn't graduate from kindergarten. No, no, we no. It was kind of an expectation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, we just we just rolled we down just the hall to first, first grade. grade. Yeah. Kept on going. Yeah, I mean, 
That's unusual. <laughs> that, that, maybe we're uh, just weird. I don't know. No, no attention was good intent. It was uh, good attention. Yeah, back well, then. I, yeah, in kindergarten, absolutely. Yeah, like I mean, no I, news I, is good news. I think kindergarten graduations and elementary school educate graduations and middle school graduations. Those are more of those everybody gets a trophy kind of thing to me. Not everybody. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there are certain grade levels where that stops being everybody, <laughs> such as eight. Wow. Uh, I I have a tough time grasping that. I know you're right, but but I have a tough time with that concept. That everybody gets a trophy? No, with, with eighth grade being as far as some people are educated, going oh. at in, in this day and time. Like I said, I know you're right, but I it, have a tough is, time. Yeah, it's hard to hard to fathom. Yeah. I, I get really upset about the everybody gets a trophy concept. because I understand, and I know exactly where you're going, but go ahead and go. Because, <laughs> and I've said this on Twitter, it's probably where you saw it, but it doesn't. No, I, I thought it before. I mean, it, it, it's not an original thought. <laughs> everybody, everybody in the, everybody gives millennials crap for, you know, Get everybody getting a participation trophy, but we didn't. Who, no, we didn't you give ourselves the participation. Trophies. You didn't go to the trophy house and buy those. Yeah, no. Thanks. No. Now let me tell you a story about that. Mm-hmm. I got a lesson in seventh grade from my wise father because I earned a trophy as the uh, top free throw shooter in two different basketball camps when I was in seventh grade. I've done that before. You were a pretty good free throw, throw shooter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, until it got to the games. <laughs> I could do it really good in summer. I couldn't shoot free throws for nothing in a ball game. It's, people were there watching. And it doesn't really, really matter, does it? it? It did not. But I did have I – I was awarded trophies and, and a plaque. And my dad said he was really proud of me and whatever. I said, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I've got – 10 other trophies at home and he said no i bought those trophies (laughs) those trophies don't mean anything and he never bought me another one Mm. i never got another trophy that i did not earn and it i think it kind of hit him oh crap that was that wasn't real smart was it (laughs) It wasn't very intelligent on our part to give these kids trophies so anyway and you know thanks dad for uh teaching me the value the value of, of a trophy. Yeah. Earning it is so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It should be the only way to get one. I agree. But neither here nor there. Now, I mean, we when I played, you know, youth league baseball and that kind of thing, we got trophies for being a member of a team. And right. everybody did get a trophy as a team member. But it wasn't like you were creating awards for each individual on the team so that everybody got an award. You know, you got a trophy for being on the team, but well, and I will say this: this this is a little different for every little league team that I was on. Finished either first or second in our league and made the all star team. So, I guess technically, I did earn those trophies, whether we bought them or not. I mean, we didn't finish first in the league, so trophy for first, yeah, a team trophy. But, so, I guess. You were on the team. But that's, that's like getting a state championship ring. But that's not the way that I thought about it. How did you think about it? I just thought that, you know, it was a trophy because I played. Oh, you just thought it was a participation trophy? And that's I mean, as a as a ten year old, you don't really think about, oh, we won, so I got a trophy. Make sense? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you were a selfish ten year old. I didn't know. <laughs> Just played. No, I, I was. I played right field and hit eighth. So yeah. Uh well, maybe I, was, I could understand why you why you. I was never very good. I was never very good. Wow. Now I turned I turned twelve and I grew to be five foot ten at twelve years old and I was really good Late from twelve bloomer. to sixteen. Nice. Then you understood. <laughs> then right? I got it. Then you got it. It clicked. <laughs> from twelve to sixteen, you say. Yeah, and, and then everybody else. I quit. Said, oh. Yeah, it's, there's a long story behind that. But if you ever want to win a state championship, or you ever want to win a a, if you ever want your team to win a championship in whatever league you're in, let me play and quit. The next year you'll win. Okay. Uh, as a senior, the baseball coach at our school, he begged me. He's like, hey, Chris, you know, you're you are our second baseman, and we really need you. If you don't play, I'm going to have to start an eighth grader at second base. And I'm like, Coach, I would really love to just enjoy the, the spring semester of my senior year and go do all these things. They won state. Mm. Um, my freshman year at Huntingdon, I uh, went down there and um, – Left after the first year. The next year, they won the conference. Um, and then in 2011, I was the offensive coordinator for a semi-pro football team, the West Jefferson Devil Dogs. OC. And, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, OC and special teams coach. I uh, really enjoyed that. We finished third in the league. The next year, they won the league after I after left. After you left. So, <laughs> I am really good at being the guy to set you up. <laughs> You're like a Butch Jones. You're just building bricks. I'm just, yeah. I put the I put foundations. The uh, you, you, uh, maybe the maybe the Mike. Is that, is that too uh, soon, Mo? Maybe I'm the Mike. No, Shula. I'm, I'm, uh, it's not too soon. I'm just not sure how accurate it is. That's all, but, um, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm the Mike Shula to uh, everyone else's Nick Saban. That's who I am. Oh me. Oh man, we got a great show for you today. Really excited. That was a. Interesting Friday segment there. Uh, Perfect Friday segment. Oh, wasn't ready for that at all. Um, next segment, we've got Columbia Academy baseball coach Richie Eastep, who's going to join us and talk a lot about his um, golden child over at Columbia Academy. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you what, if if you've not seen him, Find you a Columbia Academy schedule and make plans because this kid is special. And um, for Richie Eastep to go on about Kavaris Tears the way he did after their doubleheader victory against um, Providence Christian on Tuesday just further validates this kid is special um, because this guy's been in it a long time. He's won five state championships. He's coached college players, SEC players, that kind of thing. And and he is not given to verbosity. So the fact that he went on about Kavaris the way he did when we talked Tuesday and the way I expect him to when we get him on here in the next segment, you need to get out and watch him if you appreciate baseball at all. He is a a very good baseball player. We, we've seen them – We've seen him play against some of the best competition in the country. And still, as as good as anybody in this area uh, in, in a while. So, yeah. excited to, to watch him this season and uh, as he moves on to Tennessee next year. So, that's exciting. 
Um, in the second hour today, we're going to talk a lot of NCAA hoops. Can't imagine why. Go figure. Um, but we will talk plenty of college hoops. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Titans and what may or may not be their plans for the defensive secondary, whether or not Andrew JP and I will be uh, signing contracts this week because they got nobody else. Well, they, they, they have cap space for you guys yeah which is (laughs) we can help we can help keep cap space too because i i don't require a whole lot (laughs) come on the cheap (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) some call it economical there you go uh so we'll 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 talk a little bit more about the titans because andrew knows a lot more about the titans he keeps up with a lot more than we do so we'll we'll let him kind of help us out there uh and we'll we'll just kind of see where Life leads us in that second hour. It's Friday, so who knows? I mean, we we could end up doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, for those of you who saw JP's camera earlier, uh, in the backdrop, he's you can see our awesome display of sports memorabilia and whatnot. What you may not realize is in the top left corner there, there is a a basketball signed by the Richland basketball team, and just want to give a shout out to Coach Jason Loveless for hooking us up with that. Uh, very cool, and we appreciate him. Uh, kind of just a token of his appreciation. So, really cool gesture by the Richland Raiders coach, and who unfortunately is not playing this morning. We would love for them to be playing at ten o'clock, and but uh, they are not. So. That's boo, okay. Boo, boo. Yeah, that is life, man. That is life. But did we finish up the rundown? Did you get the extra stuff in that I did not get in? I believe. Well, there's probably stuff still that isn't in there, but there's a lot that we're about to give you. So, good luck. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we we hope that this is all encompassing. But we will warn you that it. May not be. <laughs> it's the best we could do on this Friday morning. But, yeah, before we get to this break, let's go ahead and give you today's rundown. This is The Rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In action from yesterday's state basketball tournament, the um, Class AA quarterfinals, Kingston defeated Community 75-64 in overtime. Jackson Southside defeated Chattanooga Howard 59-51. In the AAA quarterfinals, it was Oak Ridge 68, Siegel 57. Collinwood defeated Cle- – I'm sorry, Collierville defeated Cleveland 62-56. It was Houston 70, Clarksville 58, and Cane Ridge 50, Bearden 47. In baseball action, not a lot happened yesterday, but Grace Christian did take on uh, nationally ranked Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, and fell 9-7, to so good showing there by the Lions. Farragut, nationally ranked, took care of Tullahoma 8-5, to and Columbia Academy a 12-1 to winner against Richland. That, by the way, gives Columbia Academy 57 runs in three games. <laughs> in softball action yesterday, it was Summit, in, the, in District 11 AAA play, blanking Spring Hill 
11 to nothing. Ravenwood, 4, Rockvale, nothing. Community defeated East Hickman, 12-2. And Forest edged Oakland, 7-6. In soccer action, Joshua Brake with a hat trick as Columbia Academy defeated Zion Christian, 6-1. All right, today's schedule at 10 a.m., the Class A semifinals in hoops over at Murphy Center. North Green takes on Clay County. Memphis Academy of Health Sciences will... Take on Pickett County at 11.30. In the Class AA semifinals, it's Greenville and Upperman at 2.30 in Kingston and Jackson Southside at 4 p.m. In the Class AAA semifinals tonight, it's Collierville and Cane Ridge at 7, Oak Ridge and Houston at 8.30. In baseball action scheduled today, Columbia Academy is set to play at Hillwood at 4.15. Independence takes on Lebanon at 4.30 today at Stewart's Creek. Summertown travels to Lewis County for a 4.30 game at Oakland. Summit will face Green Hill at 4.30. 5 o'clock today, Cullioka goes across town and takes on Zion Christian, and East Hickman visits Santa Fe, also at 5 o'clock. At 5.30 today, Hampshire hosts Hickman County. At 6 is Mount Pleasant at Middle Tennessee Christian, and with 6.30 first pitches, it's Giles County at Lawrence County and Loretto at Spring Hill. In softball action today, Fayetteville travels to Santa Fe for a five, uh, 5 o'clock game. In the Zion Christian Invitational, Mount Pleasant takes on the host Lady Eagles at 4.30. At 6 o'clock, it's Cullioka and Spring Hill. And at 7.30, Community faces Loretta. The Maryvale Classic takes uh, place tonight at 4, starting at 4. Uh, including in that tournament is Creekwood, Summit, Independence, Eagleville, Columbia Academy, Smyrna, and Cheatham County. So, plenty of plenty of local flavor in that Maryvale Classic at Fly Park. Also, in the Summertown Lady Eagle Classic, you'll have the host Lady Eagles, Lewis County, Richland, Collinwood, and Forest, among others. Play begins at 4.30 p.m. today at three sites in Summertown. All tomorrow... All three state finals will take place at Murphy Center beginning at 11 a.m. with the Class A finals, AA uh, afterwards at 2, and AAA state finals at 5 p.m. in hoops. In baseball action on Saturday, Independence travels to Rockvale to face Warren County at 11 o'clock. Also at 11 o'clock, Summit plays at Blackman at 12 noon. Forest travels to Columbia Central. At 12.30, Hampshire will travel to Perry County for a makeup game that was scheduled for yesterday. Independence goes to Rockville at 1.30. Summit and Mount Juliet will play at Blackman at, also at 1.30. And Santa Fe hosts Fayetteville beginning at 3 p.m. The Maryvale Classic continues tomorrow at Fly Park with pool play starting at 9 o'clock and bracket play at 12.30. Uh, the Summertown Lady Eagle Classic also continues on Saturday with pool play starting at 9.30 and bracket play starting at 12.30. And at Zion, the um, the Zion Christian Invitational bracket play starts at 8 o'clock and will continue with the championship game set for approximately, and if you've been around softball, you get this, approximately 9.30 p.m. That's correct. And tomorrow on the Diamond at uh, Columbia State, they, the Chargers will host Motlow State beginning at 12 noon. And at the web, it's Columbia State's women taking, or I'm sorry, 
Columbia State women travel to Jackson State beginning at 2 p.m. So not at the web. That will not be at the web. It's at Jackson State Columbia State women tomorrow at 2. And that will do it for your Friday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Never thought we would actually run out of the of that of the bumper music, but we did today. That's how it goes. When we come back, we're talking more high school sports. Uh, so stick around. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Excited to be here with you on this Friday edition. It's been a been a, a long week, it feels like, but here we are, already here on Friday. So, luckily, um, luckily we didn't have to get up really early. Unfortunately, we didn't have to get up really early. Um, it's it's kind of a win lose situation. Positive, negative. But pros and cons. Pros and cons. Gives and takes. There we yeah, go. Just yeah. keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got any other ones? Yeah. It's like this morning on uh, Inside Middle Tennessee, <laughs> they were talking about um, Southern phrases and colloquialisms and whatnot, and I thought that was pretty funny. That's, that's how I ended up in there uh, for 10 minutes. I uh, was talking about the the origin of good Lord willing and the Creek don't rise being about Creek Indians and not the body of water. So a lot of people don't know that. They'll never let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> There's another Southern colloquialism. <laughs> it's also true, especially for us storytellers. Oh, we keep the facts as, as best we can. We try anyway. Yeah. Hey, yesterday, um, story on the website, sm-tnsports.com, you mentioned in the rundown a hat trick over at Columbia Academy in their 6-1 uh, to one win over visiting Zion Christian in district boys soccer play. Yeah, um, big night from senior forward um, Joshua Brake. Um Scored a couple of goals early as CA took a 2 nothing lead on Zion and added one there in the third, along with senior classmates Will Garrison and Christopher Modesti. And 
if you're keeping count, that adds up to five in a 6-1 game. That's because Zion scored one of Columbia Academy's goals. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. An own goal. Those own rounding, goals will get you. Yeah, rounding out the scoring there for the Bulldogs. Apparently um, – Ah, corner kick. Uh, Those will get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're trying – he um, – apparently, according to um, Coach Andrew Williams, the defender tried to head the ball out of the box, and it – Went the wrong way. Went into the box. Into the net. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Tough break. Yeah, that's not ideal. Um, yeah, but congratulations to CA. Congratulations to CA and Zion for getting a game in yesterday. That's really what was more impressive. Heck, the fa- again, as we said, Richie Estep's going to play if he can. Uh, 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 and apparently <laughs> that carries over to, to soccer as well. Yeah, but, you know, you play soccer in – Stuff. Well, I'm just saying because the baseball also played. Oh yeah, yeah, baseball so, played as well. And that game was supposed to have been at Richland. And it's got to be because the drainage. I bet the drain drainage over at Columbia Academy is top notch. No, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, big game for them again. Twelve one over over Richland as the as the offense continues to produce. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You. 21-2 and 24 nothing over Providence Christian on Tuesday. That's something right there. I mean, that's it's hard to score 24 runs against air in baseball. <laughs> it's hard to watch a team score 21 runs. <laughs> unless it unless they're hitting bombs like uh Cavaris. And he did. He did. Yeah. Um Real quick before uh, I want to keep talking, but I, I do want to mention that we are on Facebook Live. If you are watching the show, we appreciate it. And feel free to comment, shoot us a message, and we will be happy to interact with you on the show. Uh, if you are not watching on Facebook Live and you want to watch the show, maybe you don't have Facebook. You can go to our website, sm-tnsports.com. The show is uh, is available right there to watch. You can watch it without having a Facebook account. I think <laughs> I have a Facebook account, so I don't know if you can or not. But um, guess we'll find out soon enough. Huh? When somebody tries to view without a face, who doesn't have a Facebook account? Yeah, great question. I don't know. I could. I, I'm old enough to remember when you had to have a college email account to have a Facebook account, um, and I did. <laughs> In 2005, I joined Facebook. Uh, yeah, I've I've had an account for a very long time. Mm. A very long time. Uh, I, I wanted to get your thoughts this morning, Mo, because I, I know that Richland is not playing in the Class A tournament, but that doesn't mean that uh, there aren't some. There is not some local interest because obviously North Green's still playing, mm-hmm. and I'm sure some Richland folks will be uh, interested to see how they finish the season. They take on Clay County, who, uh, a little surprisingly, got a win over Madison Academic, the number one ranked team in the state. A little surprisingly from, you know, from the start of the game because it looked like Madison Academic was going to be in control of that contest. But, um, you know, Grant Strong appears to be maybe one of the best guys at that tournament regardless of classification and um, kind of rallied clay county in that matchup and 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 i think they may be the best team left playing in class a 
Yeah, you know, I we mentioned it. You know, I I don't know that North Green has the athleticism to play with Clay County, but they, I, I wasn't sure they had the athleticism to play with Richland, though, either. I think the I guess the the one thing that is different or or that gives them an opportunity is simply their effort. Mm-hmm. Um the effort that they give on the floor uh pretty impressive. I think that's I think that's really where the difference in not that they had better effort than Richland but, you know, I said it during the game. Chance Campbell was just he, – he's a, he's a problem for teams, as we've come to say. Uh, but not necessarily because he shoots the ball well or scores a lot of points. He just happens to be wherever the ball is. They have and, – and they have a lot of guys that are like that, and it's something that you can't really teach. It's just kind of an intangible, just right place, right time is where a lot of their guys seem to be. And you can't teach it, and, and it's tough to coach against. I mean, they, they're they just there. Like you said, they, they get position on rebounds. It's just uncanny some of the things that they do, and they're going to have to continue to do that, I think, against a Clay County team that from a talent standpoint is better than them. Yeah, I definitely think they are better. Clay County is better. And, and you know, you'd mentioned it, you know, saying, Clay, you didn't think that North Green could do anything with Madison or, and then I said, I don't think they can do anything with either one of these teams. Yeah. Uh, it's really impressive how they have, uh, how they've been able to get to this point, North Green. Uh, but Clay County beat who I thought was the favorite. So mm-hmm. I got to think Clay County is going to continue into the state finals tomorrow. Yeah. Although I tell you that, um, that Chris, Chris two S's Schultz, the German transfer, uh, exchange student. It'll be interesting to see how he matches up against those guys today. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of paint presence, uh, Clay County brings to the table, but Schultz plays a lot that mid-range outside. He 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 plays a lot like Dirk. Yeah, yeah, he kind of reminds you a little bit of Dirk of Detlef, those guys. Um, and it was interesting when we had Tate Russell from the Greenville Sun on, and he discussed Schultz and and um, characterized his game as the old man at the Y type game. I mean, he doesn't necessarily wow you or knock you off your feet athletically he just makes all the right plays i think that is a trait of european basketball mm-hmm. players in general yeah that's just something that they they're able to do so fundamentally sound for whatever reason and they shoot the ball very well they have you know perfect form every time it's it, it's really impressive it's so to pretty watch. it is <laughs> it, when you can when you watch a guy like Schultz or obviously Dirk it just the way that their body just naturally flows in basketball mm-hmm. mode it's it's really impressive to watch and he he's one of those players and 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 it seems like you know he doesn't get in a hurry 
you know, he doesn't get flustered or anything like that. He's just, he's very poised. And, you know, those guys are dangerous. No doubt. No doubt dangerous. Um, Yeah. So I'll be curious to see how that bottom side shapes up as well. I really thought West Carroll had the, the inside track and shows what we know yeah who Who are we we? and what do we know what do we know not very much apparently um don't know a whole lot of anything about this double a bracket at all because we don't really deal with a whole lot of double a teams in our coverage areas but um i do know that upperman beat pearl cone and so that to me is a little bit of an indication obviously pearl cone had not played a lot of games because metro nashville was limited in their athletics over the over the winter sports schedule for pandemic reasons, but big win for Upperman to get into the um, semifinals against Greenville at two thirty. Yeah, you know, and also in that that double A bracket, Kingston comes back on community. Community was up ten in the third quarter, and Kingston comes back, outscores uh, Community. I think ten or eleven in the fourth quarter to force overtime and then outscores them 11, 11 in, in overtime. overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, when you see 75, 64 in overtime, it's like, okay, how, how, Hey, how did it get to overtime? If you could, if it, you know, it's just odd to Kinda, look at. If you watched any of the NCAA basketball tournament last night, you saw some second half <laughs> differences. That was that, that Norfolk Appalachian game was, both Drake too. I mean, well, yeah. Drake was down ten or eleven, twelve. 12. I mean, 12. so both teams were were down double digits and came back to to take leads, and one of them won, the other didn't. But uh, it just goes to show that basketball is a game of runs. A game of runs. Ask any coach. <laughs> yep. So there a- you go. Again, um, intrigued by this Collierville Cane Ridge early nice. AAA semifinal game tonight. Um, intrigued because Collierville's surprisingly there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For one thing, and and again, um, Brandon, Brandon Miller. Miller. <laughs> That's all you need to say, That's really. It. That's it. I mean, so. hashtag Brandon Miller, hashtag NBA, hashtag Future Lottery. And and I tell you, looming on the other side of that bracket is um, Houston, coached by former Florida standout Mike Miller, whose son is a big part of that team. So <laughs> Saturday at five o'clock will be Miller time. Yes, it will. Um, at Hopefully it's Miller and Miller. I did want to mention, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sure you did. Stephen Hargis posted a video of the post-game press conference of uh, the, um, shoot, what's the, the team that lost to Jackson Southside? Um, Howard. Howard. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, following the game, by the way, Chattanooga Howard, their jerseys, they don't have just their nickname. You remember how UNLV was the running Rebels? Mm-hmm. They're the Hustling Tigers. The Hustling Tigers, yes, Love sir. it. Yes, sir. Hey. Absolutely awesome. Their coach, their former coach, Henry Bowles, I think he's in the TSSAA Hall of Fame. If he's not, it's a shame. But um, at my previous job, we used to actually do previews of the state tournament, and we would do capsules on each of the teams, you know, what do you do defensively? That kind of thing. And and the questionnaire that he handed back to us, we asked defense. He said, inline to inline. 
40 minutes of yep that's it you know what? Yeah, before, before before Nolan Richardson made it famous, yeah, Henry Bowles and the the Hustling Tigers were doing it down at Howard. Well, Michi Bowens in over in the the post game press conference following their loss was nearly inconsolable. I mean, just and really, you could see the emotion on this kid's face. He he he's visibly crying and. He says to his coach, he says, nobody believed in us but you. To which head coach James Talley responded, do you think that's going to stop? And let me just tell you, Mm. that is Mm. some of the most powerful stuff that you will hear. And it just goes to show how important high school athletics really are to a lot of kids and coaches. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's out there and people know about it, but sometimes high school coaches are the most constant authority figure in someone's life, and they will look up to that person, that coach, for the rest of their life because they see him every day for four years you know in the weight room on the floor and it's hard to give that up as a senior at the state tournament knowing that you know you should you weren't supposed to be there and now you are yeah yeah man that's pretty powerful it really was guess we need to take a break off that Oof. yeah yeah, um, over here crying. Yeah, let's um, let's <laughs> let's take a break. Let's get back, and um, on the other side of it, let's get on the um, Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Columbia Academy baseball coach Richie Eastell. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Flint, Andrew Moore in the house with us today. Glad to see you. Glad to see you. Hope you guys are having a good day today. As we continue talking high school sports, we like to reserve coaches for Wednesdays, but sometimes things just work out. And really excited this morning to have on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with us, Columbia Academy baseball coach Richie Eastep. Coach, welcome in. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate you joining us, Coach. I know you got a field to get ready somewhere or something like that, so um, <laughs> don't want to don't want to take too much time from you for from that. But um, I think you've got to be impressed, not just to be three and zero 
it, this early, but but the way you guys are three and zero, fifty seven to three in your three games. I mean, yeah, those, I mean, those sound like football that, scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely surprised at how we've come out swinging the bat. Um, we've worked really hard to be ready for this week, to not be behind hitting, and so we have we have thrown live. Us coaches have thrown. Well, we've got three coaches that can throw BP, and we we mix the pitches all the time just because we wanted to be ready this first week because hitters are always, always behind. So I guess all that practice time helped us plan that way. I guess we can learn more from it. But, you know, I've got an experienced bunch, and uh, they've had some really, really good at-bats for three games. Uh, So it's very optimistic and promising uh, to see us in the box competing and fighting like we have. It's it's got to be a a real confidence booster when you can throw up twenty one two twenty four nothing twelve one, um like you said particularly in the first week when when conventional wisdom is that offense is behind pitching early in the year. Yes, I mean no doubt we try to teach them just to compete and fight. You know if it's a tough pitch somehow I'll get the bat on it so then I can get a better one later so. You know, they, they've been doing that and to find, you know, to find the base hits that we have and just to score that many runs and really just swing at strikes. And, you know, we, we, we haven't swung at really a lot of bad pitches for the first three games either. So, um, they've done a great job and they just, they've done what we've asked them to do. Again, they've been around a lot of them set. Six or seven of them have been in our lineup. This will be their third year. So they kind of know what to expect. And they're just excited to be back out there on the field playing a game again. That was kind of my thought was, you know, just being able to get back on the field. And, uh, you know, is it kind of like, hey, let's let's play the best we can play as early in the season as we can just in case? <laughs> I mean – Say that last part again. It, it feels like it feels like they're like, "Hey, we got to play as as best we can, as early in the season as we can, just in case we don't get to play anymore." Yeah, I mean, I, again, I just think it's excitement. I mean, you could just see it on Tuesday. Just oh, we finally get to play a game. We're not having to play each other. We don't have to practice. You know, last week I think it was Thursday or Friday. It was a it was just awful practice and. You could just tell they were just ready to just play somebody else. And, you know, we're ready. We're prepared. You know, you know, we got through the practice. But, you know, our energy was so far down in practice. But uh, I think that's just more of it. It's just that, hey, it's been, I think, oh, it's been over a year since we played an actual high school game. Uh, and so I just think that excitement out there is, is, is part of the reason that we've had a good start. And I would think, Richie, that, you know, with with the results that you've had in these first three games and and the ability to get some of your, your younger kids on the field, that it kind of replaces the scrimmages that you weren't able to have during the preseason. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, first three games, 
everyone's been out there. We got to play a JV game also yesterday, and um, it lets us see who's competing for the last spot. Uh, let our pitchers go out there and throw some, and and def- definitely um, has helped to you know in those three games just to get you know for to let us see and to get everybody's feet wet and, and, and just to get out there competing again. One of the things that we're all excited about watching this year is, of course, Kavaris. I mean, he's an exciting player, and you can't say enough about the young man and how how good he is on the baseball field, off the baseball field. Just a really solid kid and uh, a guy that you want to see succeed no, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I, I've I've done this a long time. He's up there at the top as far as bat speed and just how impressed you are just as an individual, uh, his character at school, you know, respected, and you know he walks out on the on the field. He looks good in that uniform. You know, we're just glad he's on our team. But I mean, when we take batting practice, we have a right field parking lot. And there's tennis courts, and the tennis team are starting to learn that you can't park in that parking lot, <laughs> you know, because we're going to take batting practice every day. And I mean, our freshmen are out there, you know, um, chasing the home runs. That's their job when group one hit. <laughs> You're out there to get those balls, so we have balls left. And, you know, but it comes off his bat better than I've ever had. Has he done um, some damage? Has he done some damage out there? I mean, literal damage? He has. He has. He has. I don't think he broke a windshield, but he's put a couple dents already. <laughs> you know, I, I parked my truck behind our dugout during practice. Um, and if I forget, I go I go and move it because I don't, I, you know, don't want to risk it. But, um, but he's impressive. He's got all the tools. He's got speed. He's got a good arm. And he can hit 90 when he pitches. Um, he can do what he wants, you know, on that baseball field. And he works at it. He loves to hit uh, and just loves to do anything uh, when it comes to baseball. He was telling me after the game Tuesday that um, that they walked into the um, to the locker room one day here not too long ago and were greeted by New Jerseys. Somebody um, found some money somewhere? Did, did your AD okay those or what? <laughs> Yeah, we found them a little bit. I surprised them. They don't they didn't ever wear their other red jerseys. And it, it's a good red jersey, but it's that more uh, pro MLB thicker uh, jersey. Um, I, I guess that's why they don't wear it. But, um, you know, we, yeah, I surprised them. I threw it in their locker and just to kind of get them even more excited about playing. Uh, we did it on picture day last week. Um, and they, they, they really got excited. New Jersey's always tend to get kids excited. I mean, that's one of the reasons Oregon is such a <laughs> recruiting hotbed out in the West Coast. I mean, you get New Jersey's here, and it, it and again, look good, play good. That's what they say. So, well, and as Dion said, play good, they pay good. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be not putting yet. that out there. Don't, don't not, be putting not, out there. Not yet, said Richie. Not yet. <laughs> hey, um, 
Richie Eastep, baseball coach at Columbia Academy here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Um, Richie, who have y'all got this weekend? Remind me. We go to Hill, Hillwood. That's right. And then we got the district, Grace Christian, Monday and Tuesday, which will be a good competitive series for us. Um, your home, which of those? Um, I believe it's Monday. Monday at home, Tuesday at Grace Christian. Yes. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Sounds good. Baseball coach Richie Eastup with the 3 and 0 Columbia Academy Bulldogs joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Coach, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming on with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate what y'all do. Thank you. All right. We'll be uh, right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We will talk. College hoops right after this.